Rook. Real Coach AB here on this Menace Monday. Get your week started off right. Right here on the Coach AB Show. Pound the like button. Hit the button. Subscribe. Hit your bell notification. Everybody in the house. Appreciate everybody in here already. Start your morning off right. Zach Smith joins us here in about 30 minutes. We're going to talk some college football, some spring football games. Why they're so shitty in the West Coast. Why the Midwest treats it as a real season football game. We're going to break that down as well. Lakers get a win. NBA playoffs have been pretty pretty uh, interesting to say the least. Clippers win, get a big road win. KD loses his first game. John Morant cries, runs to the car. AD cries, runs to the car. We're going to break all that down. Uh, Westbrook in the back arguing with regular folks. Why? Why is Westbrook in the back fucking with people? And the disrespect for elderly people in this country blows my mind. We're going to break that down as well. Uh, so much more. Appreciate everybody joining me here. Um, pound the like button. Let's blow this thing up. Uh, we're here on this Menace Monday. Lots to discuss. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. NBA playoffs are full swing. Major League Baseball is in full swing. Uh, you can bet it all on betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And don't you forget... Coach JB show is probably sponsored by CanadaDipCBD.com. Head on over to CanadaDipCBD.com. Go get you some Northern Lights, Pineapple Express, the cleanest way to dip there is. CanadaDipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, and get you 20% off plus free shipping. Quote of the day, as I always got to start you off with, uh, got to get you with the quote of the day. Life itself is a privilege, but to live life to the fullest, well, that is just a choice. That is a choice, and I hope you understand that. Life is a privilege, but to live it to the fullest is uh, just a choice. Let that sink in. We got a lot of idiots out here uh, that don't understand that. Contrary to Belief, brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Contrary to Belief, don't ask why someone keeps hurting you. Ask why you keep letting them. Don't ask why. Why somebody keep hurting me, coach? Who gives a shit? Ask yourself why you keep letting them. That's the cold part about it, contrary to belief. Um, I don't think people realize that, but it is what it is. So many assume, so little know, contrary to belief. So quit arguing with motherfuckers. They don't know. They assume they know. They don't know you. They don't know shit about you. They don't know shit about anything. All they want to do is get the first tweet out. So let that sink in, contrary to belief. Um, Letting you know. And I will remember and recover, contrary to belief. Not forgive and forget. I will remember and recover. I'll be all right. I'll never, ever, ever not forgive and not forget. (laughs) Please believe it, contrary to belief. Poll question. We got a fun, interesting one for you. Uh, I got to drop it in. Please drop your questions down. I got to see some of your responses. Which celebrity do you find most attractive, ladies and gentlemen? Um, Some of you may like. Some of you gentlemen may like gentlemen. I don't know. Some of you ladies may like ladies. I'm all good. I got to be honest. I miss regular gay folks. 
I miss regular gay motherfuckers. That's just real shit. I miss regular gay folks. I just want the regular gay folks to come back. The made-up humans are absolutely destroying the fucking country. Holy shit, they got to be the devil. They got to be the devil. The made-up humans are fucking, I just, it makes me, it makes me just like, damn, where's the regular gay folks? I need you back. These made-up humans, dog, holy shit. They have destroyed this shit. They're They're attacking the babies, attacking the kids. Oh, my goodness, it's bad. Fun fact, before we get to the poll question, I got to know, which celebrity do you find most attractive, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I know Lucy likes Cliff Kingsbury. Um, Bree, who do you find the most attractive? All you men out there, I want, I'm curious on the men's side what, who they find most attractive. Because I'm going to tell you, I bet you they like a bunch of cat or women, hopefully, um, that are so made up with makeup and fake shit. I need natural. I need a natural. Just like my natural born human hoodie and t-shirt that I have online right now. Coach JB store. Male and female definition. Human definition. Pronouns. My pronouns are slap and dick. Fuck and off. Um, I got a few pronouns on there. Female definition, male definition, and human definition are all on sale now. CoachJBStore.com. Go get you some fucking fire-ass T-shirts and hoodies. I'm coming out and saying, fuck it. On the back of this hoodie, it says, cancel made-up humans, and it has your pronoun. On the front, it's got the definition of a human. It has a definition of a male, and it has a definition of a female. You can buy it all today on CoachJBStore.com. Go get you some. Um, <sighs> Mia Khalifa, Jacob Martin said. He would pick the broad that's been ran through by half of L.A. <laughs> oh, man. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Little girl. Big titties, though. Little girl, though. Jennifer Aniston, too little. I can't do the skinny little things. I need meat, man. I need meat. I need some thighs. I need some ass. Bree said Mark Wahlberg. Interesting. Um, I believe Mark Wahlberg used to suck dick, Bree. I just want to throw it out there. I know I sound like the hater when the girl says who they like because the guy always wants to be the guy. But I'm just saying. Back when I was in high school, I'm pretty sure that the lot, what were they called? Uh, little, what were those motherfuckers called? What was their group called? God damn, what was the Marky Mark's group called? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? No, it was, uh, uh, I'm just being, <laughs> Bree, I don't know your age, Bree. I'm not sure. I know you're around my age. You don't remember? They got, had to get their stomachs pumped. That's a real story. You better go look it up. You better go look it up. Nah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, that was the other thing. They used to have uh, kids, what was it, little block, or kids on the block. Kids on the block or whatever. New kids on the block. New kids on the block. There you go, Calvin Dickerson. New kids on the block. 
suck dicks. They had to have their stomachs pumped. Go look it up. I ain't telling no lie. Shit. I ain't telling no lie. Just trying to be honest with you, Bree. Hey, it's all right. Shit. Marky Mark's stomach's been pumped for a long time since. He's all right. <laughs> how funny that, how ironic is that? Everybody's like, no, that's Donnie. Like, damn, you guys know who suck dicks or not, huh? Oh, man, that's crazy. Uh, lot to discuss. Angela Bassett, I see, as uh, number one celebrity. Somebody said Eminem. Is that what it was? Ronda Rousey. She got too many manly features for me. Lucy said Channing Tatum, Leonardo DiCaprio. Lucy, I think you like kind of like the feminine jawline. I'm starting to think you like the feminine jawline. You don't like the square manly. You more like the guy that looks like he wears makeup. I'm starting to sense that from uh, Lucy. Lucy likes the feminine jawline uh, type of guy. Cliff Kingsbury, Jimmy G, uh, uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, I'm starting to notice something with Lucy uh, here. But uh, I don't know who mine is, man. Nia Long. Man, Devo. Nia, Devo brought it out the house. Look at Devo. Nia Long. Nia Long, Nia Long used to be – Nia Long used to be bad. But then I, I kind of fell out with the whole thing with the Boston Celtics coach. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, Selma Hayek, Timbo Slice, Selma Hayek. Yeah, you can't lose there. She still looks great. Pam Greer. Billy Carson brought up Pam Greer. If you don't know who Pam Greer is, a lot of you guys better go look it up. Pam Greer used to be bad. Pam Greer used to be bad in the day. I don't even know who Brandy Love is. Mila Kunis is just too small for me. Um, Dustin A said, Candace Parker. Holly Berry still gets Holly Berry still gets love. Holly Berry, I saw in person one night at the Hollywood Athletic Club uh, many, many moons ago. Um, her, Tyra Banks, and I stopped chasing and aspiring to like or be celebrity. That night. That night. I'm going to tell a story, story time with JB. So one night, me and the homies are at Hollywood Athletic Club, all right, on Sunset Boulevard, back in the day, when it used to be the crackingest club in L.A. We were in there, got a little invite. We went in there. We didn't really go to those type of clubs. And we saw Holly Berry in there, and she had no makeup on. And she was just in there. There were, like, girls in there were wearing, like, sweatsuits. Tyra Banks is probably top five worst-looking humans that I've ever seen in person with no makeup on, body, and uh, she was smoking a cigarette. She was chain-smoking cigarettes with no makeup. Bitch's forehead was like this. Like, her forehead was a visor. Like, this, her fucking forehead had her own built-in visor on that motherfucker. It was so big, she had a visor that was built in on her forehead. And she had no makeup on, and she had big old titties with no body, no ass, straight down. And we were like, that ain't Tyra Banks, fresh off Playboy magazine, 1994 or 5. I don't remember what year it was. And then Holly Berry walks in. Holly Berry walks in, fresh off of getting her metal 
plate put in her jaw. If you don't know about any of that, go check it out. She had a metal plate put in her jaw because she got beat by her first husband, I think before even David Justice. I'm not sure. But anyway, I think it was... Uh, She's been beaten by every man, slap every fucking cowardly cunt man. She's been beat by David Justice. Um, who's the other actor? Who's the fucking who's the who's the actor? Uh, fuck, what's the other actor? Anyway, she has a plate in her face, and if she don't have um, she don't have makeup on, she looks bad. Dog. Holly Berry looked bad in person. I'm be honest. I said, you know what? I'm done chasing the actress. <laughs> Not that I was gonna get him. I just said, by the way, I have, I've had a few actresses. I'll talk about one day, maybe in my new book. Um, my audio book's still in progress, by the way. Don't forgive me. Um, I stopped chasing actresses, dog. They are fucking horrible looking in person. I'm gonna be honest. They are so fabricated and fake. So I can't even imagine what today's actresses and actors look like. Lucy, you better stop chasing them, them, them feminine jawline fellas. They're they're not who you think they are. Gabrielle Union, really the one that raises made up humans. All right, <clears throat> Ooh, man, Laura London, she's pretty bad. Um, See, I just can't, I can't recycle though. I'm not a recyclable guy, you know? We, I, you already know how I feel about colleges recycling the same people over and over. Rappers and actors do the same shit. They just recycle the same people. Laura London, didn't she already have a baby and shit with Lil Wayne or somebody? And then, and then, and then Nipsey took her and then, I don't know. I hate to say take her like she's a, like a piece of meat, but I'm just saying I can't recycle I can't recycle. I can't be with you if I know you've already been with this person and has a kid. That's why I don't I don't feel the whole Russell Wilson Ciara thing. Um I don't know. Not that that's not me. And you can find gorgeous women right out here on the street. And they don't have to be made up. <laughs> um just telling you. Which state has the best looking women? Well, for a long, long, long time, I always used to say California. Um, and I still probably think it is because of the sheer numbers game. But it depends on what type of women we're looking for. Like, let's just be honest. What type of women are we looking for? We're looking for, like, Puerto Ricans. You could probably go Miami. You know what I mean? New York, Miami, probably those two places. You're looking for Hispanic, uh, Latina. Probably go California, L.A. Blondes. Uh, I would say San Diego, which is in California, but I'll say Phoenix, Scottsdale, may have the baddest blonde women in the world. Um, Arizona. Um, if anybody says Iowa, you should be fucking castrated. Um, Lucy said Texas. Texas has beautiful women, but only in Houston. The rest of uh, Texas, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Georgia has beautiful women. South Carolina has some beautiful women, but they're just, there's not enough of them. You know what I mean? They're all taken and shit. Now you got to go to Cali where you just never know. And if they're taken, they don't even tell you and you don't know anyway. So fuck it. Uh, Lakers win, everybody. Uh, Lakers win. Uh, they go on a 15-0 run to shut out 
shut down the Memphis Grizzly, who's I told I thought Memphis would win game one, but the Lakers would win the series. Now it looks like the Lakers may end up being around winning this thing in five. Um, Memphis just can't shut up. They're, they, they're all talk. They're all bark. No bite. No respect for that team. I can't. Listen, I'm not a LeBron guy. I'm a Laker guy, but I'm not a LeBron guy. So it doesn't really hurt me if they lose anymore like it used to when Kobe was there and Magic and Kareem. I used to be hurt and hurt inside when they lost. But then I started being a professional, getting into coaching. Then I was like, I don't have time to watch anymore. I don't really care what anyone else does. It's about what I got to get done for these guys, these kids. Nowadays, I don't really care if they lose. But I want the Lakers to win so bad against this fake-ass bunch of wankster, prankster, pussy fuckboys in Memphis. I got, I want to see the Lakers beat the fuck out of this shitty-ass Memphis team. And then I want to see the Lakers beat the fuck out of the fucking JV team, the Clippers. That is all I care about this year. I don't care what else happens. I want the Lakers to beat this fucking bunch of fuckboys. And I want him to be the Clippers so I can call Marcellus. I can call all the JV folks in L.A. and say, listen, I know you beat us 11 in a row, dog. In the regular season, that means absolutely diddly shit. But let's see you beat us when it counts. <laughs> uh, that is all I want to see. I want to see that. That's all I want to see. Um but, dog, I I, I got to be honest. Uh, especially, you know, with everything uh, I've been through um, pretty much, you know, this season. Um. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out, dog. Time the fuck out. Video showing John Morant on the audio side uh, talking about he got injured last night, rolled his little wrist up. And then he just says, then he just has the audacity. Hold on, though. I got I to gotta rewind this, dog. With everything uh, I've been through um, pretty much, you know, this season. Everything you've been through? <clears throat> what the fuck have you been through? How I would look at it as everything you've put everyone else through. You old fake-ass bitch-made motherfucker. I would argue that everything else you put everyone else through, what you've been through. See, this is the fucking epitome of these kids' mindset right here. This is the one. This is the kids you motherfuckers idolize, little kids. This is the motherfucker. You idolize this cat. And I'm going to be real with you, dog. I'm going to be straight up real with you. This is what they're turning into be. This is what they're turning into be. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. You don't think so? This is what's happening everywhere across America right now. This is in Compton. This is on Alondra. This is in Compton. 200 cats breaking in, ransacking liquor stores and gas stations because of motherfuckers um. like this. You know, my main focus was to, you know, be out there for my guys. No, it ain't. It ain't for you. It ain't focused to be out there for your guys, no bitch-ass fucking fake-ass wankster. It ain't no fucking, it ain't no fucking, that ain't your opinion. That ain't what you want to do. We are who we are, not what we say we are. Don't get it twisted.
Darren Gordon Hill said, only Coach JB's opinion counts. Fucking right it does, especially on my show, bitch. <laughs> motherfucker. Goddamn right it does, especially on my show, motherfucker. That's why you in there, motherfucker. I'm not on your show. Oh, bitch-ass fucking talk-a-lots. Motherfuckers all talk-a-lot. We're here on this Menace Monday, man. Clap it up. Let's get it cracking. Pound the like button. Hit the button. Like button. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not a member. Um, I love motherfucking dick riders, man. God damn, I love you motherfuckers, man. I really do. I love your asses. Um, we got a lot to discuss today. We're on this Menace Monday, man. Like it up. Pound the like button. If you're not a member, become one. Alexis Williams. Um... Lexus Williams, become a member. E. Gonzalez, D. Grinder, all you guys, become a member. Um, Matt Mosher, Eddie, I know the Lakers looked okay, dogs. Relax. We, we let's get through a series. They, they won one game, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Ad got hurt too, by the way. Uh, I can't move my arm. Are you shitting me, Ad? I can't move my arm. <laughs> that motherfucker got a stinger. AD got a stinger. Do you know that football O linemen and D linemen have it happen to them every single snap? Do you know we get stingers every single snap in football? And if we would have did that, oh my god, there's a stinger. I can't move my arm. This motherfucker had to get taken back to the goddamn helipad and almost had to go to the emergency room for a fucking stinger. Everybody gets a stinger in football every time O-line, T-lineman hit. Do you realize if we would have come out every time we got a stinger? Oh, oh my God. It's hard to watch that pussy motherfucker, man. It is hard to watch that pussy motherfucker. For You know why it's hard? I'll tell you why it's hard. It's not because JB just don't like AD and he's going to attack AD's character. No, it's not. AD, in my opinion, can be the best hooper in the NBA. Period. He's the most talented big man in the NBA. Above Giannis, above Joker, above Embiid. That is my personal opinion. AD has a all-around full skill set. He can shoot. He uses left. He has a mid-range. He can shoot the three. He can make free throws. He has a natural stroke. He has post moves. He has a soft touch around the rim, and he is the most skilled big man in the NBA, in my opinion. That is why it hurts me when I see this soft pussy just waste talent. That's all he does. He just wastes talent. He's a waste of talent. That is why... It troubles me when I see this soft pussy always bitching and moaning and always fucking, oh, I'm just like, dog, what he could have been. And to put him in the top 50 still blows my mind. He's a top 50 skilled player of all time, no doubt. But nuts and guts, dog, have to come into consideration when we're picking these top 50 guys. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. It's got... Nuts and guts have to come into consideration when we're picking these top 50s when we do this fucking shit every time. I'm just being honest. Eddie, shut up. God damn, Eddie. 
What are you going to do? Are you going to teach your kid to be like AD or going to be teach him to be like Kobe? Which one are you going to be? What's, what, what is the mindset? As a leader, you got to be able to take the good with the bad, man. You can't just because the ship's sinking all of a sudden, I'm going to jump off and swim to another ship like that. You don't do that, right? You can win championships in front of everybody, then you can miss the playoffs in front of everybody. You got to be able to take both sides of it. Oh, Eddie. Got to be able to take both sides of it, homie. Kobe just said it. Come on now. You got to be able to take both sides of it. You know who he just was dressed right there, Brian Martinez? LeBron James. KD. Just addressed both of them without saying their name, dog. If you listen to that whole video, make sure you pay attention. Watch that whole video. Kobe right there. We'll, we'll get into it later on. We'll get into it a little bit later on. But I got to ask you this. Um, Kobe never sexually assaulted anybody, though. See, that's Amelia Rodriguez. That's your assumption again. See, you're assuming shit. But see, you never were there. You don't know anybody that was there. And there's a lot of people I do know that worked for the Lakers that know and that were there. By the way, the girl that claimed Kobe sexually assaulted her, why was she at a club in Vegas two days later around Shaquille O'Neal trying to get to fuck him? Why was that if she was so fucked up and sexually assaulted? Why was she in Vegas two days later at the club with her titties out again? Why was that? I, I want to ask you, Amelia Rodriguez, since you know so motherfucking much, since you were there, how about I tell you that Kobe fucked the bitch in the ass because that's what she wanted, and then what happened was, I think Kobe said, you know what? If I'm going to cheat on my wife, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. And then you know what? She's like, fuck it. I want Kobe to fuck me in the ass. And then Kobe fucked her in the ass. And then she got literally and figuratively butt hurt. <laughs> you better pound the like button, man. It's the realest podcast on earth. She got butt hurt. And she got butt hurt because everybody found out Kobe fucked her in the ass. And she went and told everybody, oh, my God, Kobe burned me. No, he didn't. Shut the fuck up. Lying ass motherfucker. Man. Motherfucker, you know how many times I've been around the, the fucking woman that makes up bullshit because she goes home to a town of eight and the daddy found out, you fuck who? Oh, hell no. He must have took it. You know how many players I've had to get fucking lawyers for because I knew for a fact they didn't do nothing wrong and the woman's dad told her, you're pressing charges. You know how many fucking times I've been around that? Get the fuck out of here. Now, does it happen? Fucking die, right. You already know how I feel about men fucking touching a woman. So I don't even need to go into there. But let's make sure, keep it real. I defend the men on this one that get wrongfully accused, and it happens too much. And a lot of you moms out there have a kid, a son, a son that may go through this. So make sure you understand this is a real thing. Don't get it twisted. Emilio, so wait up. You can assume and make a blanket statement that Kobe is a sexual assaulter, but you don't know how to become a member of YouTube. Now, isn't this the, how about the irony in that? <laughs> this motherfucker knows all things, but don't know how to become a member of YouTube. Are you shitting me? Come on, man. Don't even make sense. 
Oh, man. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, appreciate everybody in here. If you're not a member, become one, especially our Discord, Slap Nation. You can come in there, chat it up with us on the text every day. The Discord goes crazy 24-7. It's unbelievable, the, the people in there, the support in there. Much love. And if you're not a member of our Patreon, become one. That revenue from Patreon is coming over to help on this show once we get enough uh people members we're going to try to start getting some people paid and blow this up into a business on the coach jb show we got a few interns that we're trying to get going and on top of that um sean salisbury and i are back tonight 5 30 central 3 30 pacific live on patreon as we're breaking down our next four teams during the draft we're going to do our mock draft here next week before the draft in kansas city and uh can't wait to see that you got to come check it out go watch it join patreon become a member today if you're not one um oh it's always i've always 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 there we go clap it up Darren Gordon Hill became a member. Shit, Darren Gordon Hill talking shit and he became a member. Got to respect it. Got to respect it. Even though uh, you got to respect it. Um, Zach Smith's coming in and showing the show. I appreciate uh, all you guys pounding that like button, subscribe. Zach, what up? What up, man? Hey, man, you got to respect the guy that comes in the show talking shit. I cuss him out and then he becomes a member. You have to. I mean, I know you deal with that every day. Oh, every day. You know, hey, so, yeah, it's it's getting there. Really? Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got a little. So who is it? I got a. All right, who's the girl? I don't know. It's just some random cheerleader. And then you got Tom Herman right there <laughs> in a dunce cap with the horns down. You got Brett McMurphy up there, a newspaper article saying Ohio State coach fired for taking dick pics at the White House. <laughs> Oh, that's classic. I can't wait to see that. So you're going to have an extra wide camera on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once she's done, she's got a, she's still got a bunch of, like, detail work to do. But once once she does, I'm going to have a wide shot where you can see it, then a tight shot like this, and just trying to level up. The second camera put on my thing, I get, I get to come this side now. Oh, yeah, look at you. Yeah, yeah, so I got the, I got the board switcher, you know what I mean? I could do, yeah. but I wish I had a motherfucker doing it. Yeah, that's the key. That's the key. I'm looking for one. But football season, I'm going to have somebody. It just comes in like two hours a day and runs the shit. Hey, uh, one of my friends was over at the house. We had a little, we just chilled yesterday, watched some of these basketball games and uh, XFL and USFL getting harder and harder to watch with the bad quarterback play. But anyway, um, I was telling him, we were talking about you and the Tom Herman stuff. And I'm like, I said, Zach's told Tom Herman stories on my show. I said, he was like, man, I got to hear one of these uh, shows. He's going to, he goes, watches your show now. But I need the best Tom Herman story that you can tell. Oh, I'll tell any fucking story. I don't care. Um, I mean, the, be- the 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 wildest story that that I can think of was <laughs> Tom and I went recruiting, you know, all the time. He's the quarterback coach and the coordinator. I'm the receiver coach. So anytime we needed to go see a quarterback in my area or one of the big-time receivers, like the coordinator will come to kind of, you know, make him feel important, whatever. So we went all over the place in South Florida, Vegas, uh, Dallas, and just a bunch of fucking – just degenerate shit, uh, you know, once we were done working. But in Dallas, the wildest thing, I've never seen anything like it. Like, I've, I've seen everything. Like, I've seen coaches that have side chicks in different cities. 
I've seen coaches. I've, I've been to strip clubs. I've seen coaches fuck strippers, like a bunch of shit that I'm like, damn. I mean, it's kind of degenerate, but it's not that surprising, right? Hey, hold on, Zach. Let, before you go on, though, I was explaining this. We had I had three buddies of mine that coached at the house, and we and we were like, listen, no matter what happens, if a coach, if 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 I fired Zach as the head coach, and I'm the head coach, and Zach's my coordinator, and I fire him. Guess what? He may not ever like me the same, but we're still cordial, and I would never tell on Zach. Like, I'm no, never going to say yeah. what I saw no. Zach do. No, and never. And you cross that line, Zach, please explain. It's all oh. game now. I'm telling everything about Herman's bitch ass. Yeah, I mean, it, it was real simple for me. Like, we had a falling out, and I never knew why, and I didn't really care. Like, I didn't need him to be a friend. Like, I, it wasn't that big a deal. But then when I, when, uh, I was getting divorced, and, you know, they do discovery, which means, like, you got to turn in all your shit, all your bank accounts, everything. I see these large lump sums getting deposited in my ex-wife's account. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, come to find out Tom Herman and his wife were giving her money to try to get custody of my kids. And then he's the one that set her up with Brett McMurphy's bitch ass. Who's on my fucking wall to write all these articles that eventually got me fired. So that's when, I mean, when you cross that line, it's like, bitch, fuck you. I'll tell everything on your bitch ass. No from, doubt. From fucking boosters wives at Houston to cheating on his wife with Kendra Scott at Texas. Like all the shit, I'll fucking tell everybody. But the wildest shit was we go to Dallas and Tom recruits Texas. Like that's his area. So he goes to Dallas all the time. And it's, it's a, it's a ring of them. Like him and his best friends that are in coaching, like a coach at Kansas, a coach at UNLV, like all over the place. It's like his tight circle. Well, they have a, they have a friend of theirs. Who's like a DFO at, at I think he was at SMU at the time. Was it Oklahoma? Well, he went to college with a girl who's a flight attendant. And so they got this shit down pat now, but when I go where all the coaches fly in the same week, they're all going to recruit Dallas and guess who else flies in that week, that flight attendant and four of her friends. And it's just fucking on orgy style, like just crazy shit. Like they brought in flight attendants for their week in Dallas and just fucking went to town. And on like, the plane or off? Huh? On the plane or off? Well, probably on the plane too. I mean, what I saw was off the plane. But I had her, I, one of my first shows, I had the flight attendant that, that fucked Tom that, that one night. I had her come on my show. <laughs> she, said he was, she said he was funny and everything, but the sex was awful. <laughs> did he say on your show? She, she did. Really? Fuck, I got to go watch that one. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Menace to Sports. Um, man, I got this, uh, I got this fucking, uh, let me find this thing right here. Where is it? Um, have you seen this fucking picture of Jimbo Fisher mm -mm. with his kids after the, the spring game? No. God damn it. I just had it. Uh, let me see. I, I got to show you this thing if I can find it. Uh, basically, he's with two players that he's given. He gave spring game awards to. Mm. Um. I it's unbelievable. I don't know where it is. God damn it. I hate doing this shit by myself because I usually have it ready to go and I didn't have it. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna find it. Um, yeah, he had he, he's with two guys and basically holding up little plaques, placards or trophies or some shit. I don't know what it was, but I'm excited about spring game awards. They gave out spring game awards, dog. I it, it blew my mind. I'm trying to figure where the fuck is this thing at? Um, Hold on, let me fucking save it. I got it right here. Let me ask you this, though, while I'm doing this. Um, please explain to me the difference between the Midwest and 
the West Coast when it comes to support for spring games. I don't know if you got to see it. I saw this uh, USC guy tweeted out that USC made new stands. They put in new seating, and this guy is up against the wall in the Coliseum, and he cannot see from the 50 to his left. He can only see from the 50 to his right, and he's sitting there like, this is what they sold us. This is this is their sales pitch on us to get new seating in the in, 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 in SC in the Coliseum. He goes, this is a fucking joke. Dog, how many was at Ohio State over the weekend? Um, I didn't see the attendance record. Let me let me look it up. Um, I know they they were they were pushing because Ohio State holds the uh, holds the national record for a spring game. They had over a hundred thousand in twenty sixteen. So the year after, you know, Ezekiel Elliott and everyone left, and um, and they they were pushing for that, and they didn't even get fucking close. But um, let's see, they were they had seventy five thousand. So that's seventy five thousand. I mean, still great turnout. How oh, fuck? I didn't imagine that shit. Like, how the fuck do you have seventy five thousand at a spring game? You know, SC. It looked like I, I don't know what they had. I want to. I'm curious if if you pull it up, let me know. But it looked like they had a hundred people there. Oh, I bet. I bet. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I do know that um, that a big reason in Columbus is there ain't shit else. I mean, there's there's no pro sports. There's nothing, and so you have a city of two million people. Ohio State just is king in this city and this, and really the state. Um, so people just they love Ohio State football. I mean, they, they if, it could be anything. I mean, if they, they could throw a fucking uh, a bonfire and you'd have a hundred thousand people show up, it didn't even have to play football. Just the fact that Ryan Day and his team are going to be there is, is people go nuts over it. Hey, so tell me why is the difference, <laughs> what's the big difference though from the from the West Coast um, to the to the Midwest, because I've been telling people for a long time, nobody cares out here. You know you no. had to come out here and recruit like Chris Olave yeah. or somebody like that. You would come out here for the special kid. But besides that, you knew that West Coast don't give a shit. Um, I have my own thoughts on it, and I just want to know, you recruit the nation. Why is there such a buy-in in the Midwest compared to the West Coast? And then I'll tell you what I think. Um, yeah, I, I think, well, one, I just saw that USC had 33,000. It was their, was their total. I bet you that's a lie. Oh, I bet it's a lie too. Um, I, I don't, I, it's just, I think it's the people in the Midwest don't, don't have anything else. I mean, you go out to California, these people are into all kinds of shit in the Midwest. It's like, what are you into? I don't know. It's fucking cold, miserable. Like it's right now rainy and 45. Like, what do you want to do? I want to sit in my fucking, I want to sit in, on my couch and just watch Ohio state football. I don't want to do anything else. I, I never forget. I went to, I think I was in Scottsdale and I was hitting on some waitress and we're talking and, and you know, she was, she's not some young ass. I mean, she was like 28. Like she's not like she was 18 or 19 and naive. And she's like, what do you do? I was like, I coach football. She was like, where at? I was like, Ohio state. And she was like, Whoa, that's crazy. So like, is that is, like, is that your full-time job or do you have like a real job? And I was like, what? Like, they the don't get it. They like don't they're know. just fucking clueless. Most people. Like, and I'm like, I can't imagine speaking to any human being in the state of Ohio and having that conversation ever like no, no one, whatever. Most of them would just suck your dick the minute they found out it was true. Hey, yeah. In the Midwest, no doubt about it. You know what? I stopped telling people what I did. You know why? Cause that's the response, right? That is exactly the response. They don't know. They don't give a fuck either. And no, out here you got the Lakers, the Dodgers, you got the Rams. I mean, there's too much to do. And then you want to go, yeah. you could go snowboarding or the beach. You go to surfing in the beach. I mean, there's just too much to do out here. 
And no offense to the Midwest. I love the Midwest and what it stands for. But it's like, hey, like you said, fuck, what are we going to do? We're going to go to the corner store or we're going to go to Ohio State spring game? Right. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about one mile away from this studio, we have a whole big-ass field of cement corn. It's supposed to be art. Like, that's the type of shit we do here. We fucking make cement, like, eight-foot-tall cement corns and put them in a field because we think that shit's cool. Wait, what? Cement? Cement corn. Like, I'm talking about, you know, you have some people have statues of, like, Martin Luther King or fucking Abraham Lincoln. We got fucking ears of corn. If you Google it, Dublin, Ohio, corn, it'll pop up. Like, we, we it's fucking ridiculous. And you can't eat. No, you can't eat. No. For no fucking oh, reason. Oh, man. Um, all right, I want to show you this shit, though. This is the new, you know, mediocrity is the new excellence, Zach. I say that every day. Here's what you got. This was after the game yesterday. Um, they give out awards for the spring game, offensive, defensive player of the, of the, of the game. Um, I don't know what A&M had at the game, but. Um, you think they get rings? Spring game champion? <laughs> oh, dude. I, so I watched a few spring games, just glimpses of them. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it seems like it's deteriorating in front of our very eyes. The, the actual game itself is for what? What are, we, what are we playing for? I didn't see one tackle at SC. No. How about Ohio State? Uh, they did. They tackled a little bit. Um, Ohio State was probably the, one of the better ones I saw this weekend. Um, and I didn't watch all of them. I'm going to watch at least two more before my show today. But um, the wildest shit I saw, JB, I've never seen this, never heard of this. I cut on Michigan State spring game, which was Saturday, a little bit later, like evening-ish. And they were doing fucking drills. It was a practice. I saw one-on-one -on -one pass rush. I said, I saw wide receiver corner, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, like one-on-ones versus DBs. I'm like, this isn't a game. This is practice. So like, like Juco shit. Yeah, like I'm, I was shocked, like, one, like, why? This is supposed to be a game, your spring game. And two, like, do you really want to put the players out there like that? Like, one-on-one -on -one pass rush is really fucking hard for a tackle. Like, you want, you want to expose that poor kid in front of a crowd? And I'm fucking filming it if I'm at Michigan. Oh, absolutely. I want to see this motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. He's giving away the inside. He's overextended. He's fucking, oh, I'm talking about shit. I'm, I'm, I want to break down everybody I see. Uh, uh, if I'm watching that on TV, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, wild. wild SC was horrible. Um, I don't even know what to say about their ass. Um, they look bad. But I, I got to ask you, I want to I want to get into a little Texas football. Um, oh, yeah. You want to talk about looking bad. Really? Arch, um, Manning, Arch Manning was fucking awful. Good. Let's break him down. So here he is on a hitch ball, throws it to the dirt. Um, That's one of his better throws. I mean, this kid looks like a head with his uh, chicken with his head cut off. God damn! <laughs> this is uh, this is the guy that there's no way he starts over yours, right? Fucking no chance. And is this guy a straight up marketing ploy? Because I'm saying we all argued, you know, we thought. He didn't play anybody in high school. We all we all argued that, you know, we didn't know who he was going to play, uh, you know, how he was going to transition. We argued all that shit. We've said, yeah, we've seen guys like Eddie George play against nobodies in high school and dominate and all that. And I go, yeah, yeah. but running back and quarterback is a big difference. I'm um, telling you, it's not hard to figure out. Like, when you look at recruiting, you if you just look at, like, who's who's dominant in a, in a certain position group or side of the ball? And you see who did they, who are they recruiting? That tells you everything you need to know. 
And for this kid, Arch Manning, I know he has a last name, all the fucking accolades, was the number one player in, in the history of football for a while there. But Nick Saban and Ryan Day didn't recruit him. Like, what does that tell you? It's not that he told him no. Like, Ryan Day never tried to recruit him, ever. Well, if he's this fucking good, how would Ryan Day not fucking recruit him? Not at least try, right? It's, it's, I always tell people, same as a defensive player that didn't get offered by Georgia. You don't think Kirby Smart wants the best defensive end in the country? Like, of course he's going to try. And if he doesn't, that's just a red flag. Oh, that was fucking awful. It's, <clears throat> his kid's not any good. Holy like shit. Like, he's not even, like, like raw. No, no, no. He's just not a good quarterback. Damn, I didn't know. I've never seen him like that. I, I'm glad I got to see him against some talent. Um, so let me ask you, what is Sark thinking with this? With this, I'm going to call it a hire now. This is what we're going to call it, right? We're yeah, going to call right. it a hire. Uh, what was he thinking with this hire? Because I don't see. I mean, a lot of people wanted the kid. So, I mean, I and I get it. Like, he, he played against shitty competition, but same school as Eli. Like, same, like, it, so it's not like. It's not like that's the end-all, be-all. And um, it it's just was a complete unknown. And the problem was this kid had such a celebrity that you didn't get a chance to have, like, he didn't go to the Elite 11. You didn't get to have him come to camp and throw. Like, you, none of that shit was possible because this kid was a massive superstar. And that fucks him. I used to tell kids all the time, there was one kid I took out of, out of Cleveland, a white receiver who I didn't think was very good, but he had, like, Michigan State, Kentucky. He had a bunch of offers where it was like, man, maybe we need to take a better look. I tried to get him to come to come to camp 50 times because I told him on <clears throat> on film, I think you're a good player. I don't know. I think you might be great. I don't know. I want to work with you to kind of identify that. Kid refused. Would never come. Well, Urban ended up offering the kid. We got him. And guess what? The kid fucking stunk. Was awful. And after two years, I sat down with him and I said, don't you wish you would have come to camp like I asked? We could have avoided all this shit because the kid was miserable. Getting dog cussed every day. Like, was terrible. Self-esteem you know, through the basement, like should have just come to camp dog. You could have been in Michigan state living your best life, but these fucking kids, they get their, their celebrity gets so big or their head ego gets so big that it's like, they don't go through the eval process. And then they end up going to a spring game in, in Austin and looking like fucking dog water. <laughs> I got a, I just changed my dog water by the way. And it's funny you said that because it's horrible when it's bad. Isn't it, isn't it horrible? Oh, it's like hammer dog shit. It's it hammered up, so that's like the two worst things. Um, I gotta, I'm gonna take you, I wanna show you this. Hey, Zach, I wanna just rewind it a little bit. I want you to look at the guy in the white jersey. I want you to see the guy. I just wanna see, I wanna show you everybody sitting there. Does something stand out that's really alarming to you, or is it just me? Am I tripping? <laughs> do, those, do those bodies look absolutely horrible? Horrible. Horrible. I, I mean, I haven't seen a muscle. I haven't seen one fucking muscle. I hope like, it's the scout team. I, I don't get it, but I've been watching their some of their guys, and I'm like, I don't see anybody. And I'm not trying to pick on just Colorado here. I've been watching football around the country on spring and seeing their bodies. What in the hell is happening to these cats? Like, is it because of the transfer portal and the uh, and the inability to stay in one? I don't know, Zach. Here's what I am. You could disagree. Uh, I want to get your take. I've been saying that 
there's it's impossible to create a culture now in college football when you have a new group of 30 every spring and you have to reintroduce your culture to them they have to learn your new system ideologies philosophies weight room structure how we lift what is our process like tackling why we have so many injuries zach i think is because Ryan Day's school of tackling is different than Nick Saban's. And if you leave Alabama and go to LSU, it's different from Saban to Kelly. And then if you leave LSU and go to Oregon, it's different between. And it's like, nobody's talking about this. Am I, do I have any validity at all in saying that? Or do you think that's bullshit? Um, I, I think there's absolutely some validity in that. And I think what you see is, you know, the Ohio States, Bama's, Georgia's, those schools, they're, they're going to operate how they've always operated. And those kids, it's because they have such a strong culture, that's just what they do. And honestly, the kids, they love it. Like, they love the grind. They love the process because they they know 10 people that they used to be teammates with making millions of dollars right now. But you go to a school like Auburn, which has a shitty culture, and it's like, how do you change the culture? I know how to change a culture. I've been a part of it twice at Florida and Ohio State. And it was, you got to fucking implode it. And you have to, like, you have to beat these kids into submission and then build them back up. You can't do that shit now because they're all going to fucking leave all of them. And so it's like, yeah, it's great. If you have a great culture, now these kids are just making some money. They're still grinding. They're still working, but a place like Colorado, those fucking kids aren't going to stick around. So I, I think it's, you're, you're on, you're definitely on point. And I, but I think it, what's crazy is, is it's just as increasing parity in college football, right? It's, it's just, making the big time schools even more elite because the shitty ones can't do it the right way to try to rebuild it and, and, and build a program back. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's crazy. Somebody in the chat said Florida didn't have no culture when y'all were there. Let's be real. Well, by the way, I believe they had a culture when Spurrier was there. I believe they had a culture at Florida for many years before urban got there. Fucking slap. And don't mistaken some off the field shit with a team culture when it comes to working hard and winning football games. Like they don't get it. The culture was a little fucked up when they went to the club on Saturday, but you get when you went inside that that facility at Florida, those fuckers were working. I mean grinding hard. And they were committed to winning. Now they they you know they might have been some questionable characters. They might have shot some AK 47s in the air. They might have fucking stolen a dead girl's credit card and used it for two weeks. They might have done that shit when they were outside of the facility. They might not have been good guys. But those motherfuckers could play, and they played hard. <laughs> Every good guy that I had play for me was absolutely horrible football players. <laughs> uh, I'm just throwing that out there. But the people see these people out here that never coasted down in their life don't understand. Hey, guess what? Your best players are absolute shitbird humans, and we got to make sure that we can try to change one of them or save just one of them, Zach. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, that doesn't happen all the time. So. Uh, it is what it is, but I don't know. Um, what's your takeaways from Ohio State this weekend? Well, they don't have a quarterback yet. That's for sure. Really? I mean, they, they, I mean, they had they you know they got a two horse race: Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. Devin Brown had sh- surgery on his finger like on Wednesday, so he didn't play in the spring game. And Kyle McCord looked average as shit. But it's just it's a spring game. I don't put a ton of weight into it. I mean, you watch C.J. Stroud's first spring game, and it, it was just okay. Like, and honestly, I. I get more mad when when a guy lights up the spring game and everyone's like, this fucker's going to win the Heisman. And you're like, he, he was going against a walk-on DB. What the fuck are you talking about? So, I mean, I I took away from it. Their offensive line's terrible. And Kyle McCord doesn't look like 
he's an NFL quarterback yet. That's that's all I really took Where's away. Where's that kid from? He's from PA. So running backs, O-line, they got the guys that they need, though? I mean, yeah, their running backs are, are legit. I mean, they're they're legit five deep. I mean, their best two running backs were out all of spring, and they still had – I mean, they still played really well. Receiver, they're going to be they're going to be loaded. Um, tight ends loaded. Offensive line, they're struggling. They need a right tackle in the worst way. They got a left tackle. That, they got a right tackle playing left tackle, and they got no tackle playing right tackle. So they need a right tackle really bad. The defense looked decent. I mean, the defense still has a ways to go, but I, they they looked. I think they're on pace to to be what they need to be. How's that Polynesian the DN kid? Fucking freak show. Is he a first like oh, five yeah. guy? Oh yeah. Really? He's he's, he's legit. Valley, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys have that. Uh, you guys have a. Uh, it, it blows my mind that you guys come out here, which you should. Pete Carroll used to go everywhere in the country when SC was rolling. Saban did the same thing. Urban did the same thing in Florida. Would yeah. come to Cali, come wherever. You guys come to Cali, get the best players out over at <laughs> UCLA. That just just blows my mind. Like that's where you kind of know the difference in programs, right? If oh, you yeah. lose a home backyard kid to a team two thousand miles away. You're probably not going to be good very oh, long. There's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, it's you know, it's it, it's just a difference in in a le- in level of play, right? I mean, you, you look at, I mean, the fact that Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were both in L.A. and then both went to B- Bama and Ohio State. USC didn't even sniff one of them, and even and Caleb Williams, Clemson. Yeah. Oh yeah. DJ and DJ Uingale went went to Clemson, and then you look at who their guy is now. Caleb Williams is from D.C. and only is at USC because he transferred with Lincoln. Like it's not like he picked USC. He he picked Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma, and then when Lincoln went to USC, he rode along. So USC's got, and I think Lincoln's get, getting it done. It's just going to take some time to turn the tides and momentum momentum in recruiting. But they they, they it, that was always the case. I mean, from Chris Olave's Wyatt Davis was an All American guard at Ohio State. I mean, there's a, a slew of them that USC couldn't even sniff. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy. Um. I, I showed this video of uh, of Kobe Bryant earlier about talking about uh, if you're going to be good when you're good and talk that talk, you got to be able to take it when you lose. He was really talking to LeBron and KD. Um, I know you do betting stuff and, and all that. Make sure you follow Minister Sports on everything. Uh, who you got winning the NBA title this year? Uh, two whites talking about basketball that played <laughs> football. Um, I got. Hey, I just want Memphis to lose. Because of all the fake wankster fuckboys on that roster. And I just can't wait for Lakers to beat their ass. And then I want the Lakers to beat the Clippers because everybody thinks the Clippers run L.A. because they've won 11 games in a row of meaningless games, but yet to beat the Lakers in a meaningful playoff series ever. Um, I just want that, and I don't really give a fuck about the NBA and who, who wins. But Yeah, I fucking hate the NBA, but I, I, I will go with the 76ers just because I love Philly. Philly's my favorite city that I've ever lived in. Fucking tough really? ass. Oh, bro, assholes. Fucking city full of fucking just assholes. It's awesome. JB, you if you lived there outside of the weather, you would fucking love it. Like I went, I went with with our D-line coach at Temple to get a cheesesteak for the first time. You know, we're both from Ohio. We go get a cheesesteak, and, and the D-line coach is 330-pound, big motherfucker, right? He orders a cheesesteak. He said, Can I get a cheesesteak with whatever? And he said, with and mayo. And the guy goes, No, 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 no. The fuck out of here. I was like, whoa. He was like, I'm not putting no fucking mayo on no fucking cheesesteak, you fat fuck. You want to put mayo on it? You go to the gas station and buy mayo and add it. And I'm like, 
this is a fucking like the guy taking an order. He owns the business. Customer service, my ass. It's the best really? city in the world. It's the best city in the world. Hey, I, I would do nothing but respect that. Oh, I was sitting there like, then my my turn was next, and I'm a little scared now. I'm like, hey, bro, I just want a cheesesteak. Make it however you want. <laughs> Here's my card. <laughs> Onions, whatever. Fuck it. Oh, fuck. it on there. Just don't hey. yell at me. No doubt. Hey, top 10 athletes of all time. If you see this fucking list made by the AI group of fucking shitbirds, no. have you ever seen a fucking list like this? I don't know if I've ever seen one. Um, first of all, I don't know. this. I'm going to discuss this all day long. But top 10 athletes. If you say athlete, Zach, to me, it's a different breed of cat. It's not yeah. just one hitter quitter. It's got to be a guy that's done multiple things, in my opinion. Well, you, Michael you gotta, Jordan was fucking horrible in basketball. I mean, in baseball. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, the fact that you don't have Bo Jackson or Dion on that list is fucking nuts. I mean, crazy. we're talking about an athlete. You have a fat fucking beer drinking, cigarette smoking power hitter. Like he's not an athlete. He was a good hitter. Babe, Babe Ruth was a fucking horrible athlete. I mean, horrible. Like, but you you take Deion Sanders any sport you want to play, he'll be at least decent. At least decent. Bo Jackson. I mean, could argue was better at baseball. Uh, was legitimate football player, but better than Dion at baseball numbers wise. But he was cut short. Obviously, we know what Bo would have been in the NFL if he would have stayed healthy. But let me ask you this: You got Usain Bolt on there, who basically just ran straight. Right? Can he change direction? Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis is one like holds records in multiple things. Yeah. I don't know why Carl Lewis wouldn't be on there. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that should have just said like most accomplished athlete in their sport. That's what it was, right? Like that's not the best athletes. No. The best athletes don't even. I mean, we just discussed it. They, no, Babe Ruth. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, an old-ass smoking cigarette. That motherfucker didn't know. He couldn't even run to first base. And then you got uh, you got fucking Michael Phelps, who I get it, won the most Olympics, but he's a PED guy too. And so where's Lance Armstrong at? That motherfucker should be something. Hey, but you know damn well Michael Phelps can't play basketball and Lance Armstrong can't hit a baseball. So stop it with the best athletes. Like most accomplished swimmer? Absolutely. Like most accomplished bike rider? Sure. But best athletes? Come on. And I know Jim Thorpe's from this fucking 1700s, but goddamn, he did everything, I think, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and where's Jesse Owens? Yeah, Jesse Owens is another one. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty interesting. What do you guys got today on the docket? We're going to talk about a bunch about the kind of the Midwest spring games, Penn State, Ohio State, all the shit that all the shit that people thought they found out this weekend. I'm just going to remind them you didn't find out shit. You just watched a fucking scripted practice. And you got to see Michigan State warm up. Let yeah, me you ask you uh, before you get out of here, the most uh, traditional or best um, best tradition in college football. Uh, I had this argument with Mike Farrell over the weekend. Um, let me ask you. I, I said the whiteout. Am I wrong? Uh, he no. said Virginia Tech Sandman. Enter the Sandman. No. Uh, some I mean, people said uh, Clemson. Some people said Ohio no. State. Some people said the Big House. Um, some people said Iowa with the, uh, children's hospital yeah. thing they do. So uh, I, the Iowa, the Kinnick wave is by far like the most emotional and coolest inspiration. Right? I mean, like I'm on the sideline and I, I literally like choked up and have a tear rolling down my face because you're sitting here like, fuck me, man, we're just playing this game. And, and then everyone turns and waves to these poor kids that have a fucking like terminal illness, kids, man, little kids, like man. nothing cooler. I don't care what anybody says now. 
that's just because of the depth of it, right? That's why yeah, it's so yeah, cool. Yeah. But probably the the wildest one that I've ever seen is when Alabama sings Sweet Home Alabama. When that whole fucking stadium, I'm talking about they can't talk, they can't walk, they can't read, they can't write, but those motherfuckers can sing together in unison Sweet Home Alabama. And it is fucking cool. Really cool. But I think I think the Whiteouts probably won uh outside of the Iowa. I, the Iowa's the Iowa one's not fair, right? You're waving to kids with cancer. That fucking wins automatically. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even compete. Yeah. That's like people say, what's the biggest, the coolest rivalry in college football? It's like, well, I mean, it's Army Navy because what the fuck? Like, these are dudes that are about to go to war. Like, that's why uh, it's the best. Fuck. Uh, that, I'm still tripping. You're right. A bunch of fucking illiterate fucking oh. singing together. They can't read, write, or spell. A bunch of fucking Kendrick Perkinses. At the fucking Alabama game, singing "Sweet Home Alabama," has to be. You're you're persuading me. Roll tight, uh, roll, and you're on the sideline like, "Fuck me, this is badass." (laughs) By the way, people don't realize when you recruit Zach. Please tell them as you leave here today. We go through the states and the cities, and we're like, "Fuck, we can." If I'm a JUCO guy, I've broken it down to a science. Okay, I got to go to Alabama, the, the the worst education in the union, right there with Mississippi. Uh, I can get a lot of kids out of Bama who has a lot of talent nobody knows about because they're not going to qualify academically. So let me go in there. I'm going to go into D.C. Same situation. I'm going to go into some shitholes in Arkansas, and I'm going to and recruit the entire state of Mississippi, right? And they're all fucking a bunch of uh, either. Just non-qualifiers, let's say that. Yeah. Um, it blows my mind that you, on your side of the spectrum in Ohio State or Florida, you're staying away from some of those places because they don't qualify. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh. mean, especially in a place like Ohio State, the fuck, what fuck am I going to Mississippi for? They either don't have grades or they are going to Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Like, they ain't leaving. Like, their mama won't have a job. Like, so there's just no point. Uh, but you, you, I bet you ain't go to Ohio that many times looking for kids that don't qualify. No, no Ohio, the edu- the Ohio California, California is, you know, probably yeah. the best education for the most part. They're going to qualify, but the ones that yeah. don't, you know, there's a fucking 50 million people you got to decipher through. Yeah. So like, it's hard, but yeah, you don't go to Ohio. You don't really go to too much. Like it's hard. There's a lot of, look, there's under recruited areas too. Like, you know, we talked about before, but it's, yeah. it's tough. Um, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific, noon Eastern, uh, Minister Sports on YouTube. Make sure you go over there live this morning. Uh, we're on this Minister Monday, Cousin Zach Smith, so shout out to you and Minister Sports. Appreciate you coming on, man. Keep killing it. I hope to see um, Herman's face uh, right behind you, though. <laughs> we'll adjust the angle. We'll get it done. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Later. See you. Uh, Zach Smith, clap it up. Um, head on over to Minister Sports. Uh, check him out. Does a great job on that show. Uh, he's going to break down some spring football today. Um, man, lots to discuss here. We got a lot going on. Um, it is absolute comical. Um, LC, L, LBC Rob, got to love him. Said, I got, I have mental weakness counseling every other Monday at 6 a.m. Shout out to you. Uh, I love the terminology, mental weakness, um, not mental health, because we all know mental weakness is a real thing. Um, man, Louisiana. Shit. 
Yeah, Tom Herman. Uh, Zach tells a lot of stories on his show about Tom Herman. Trust me. Man, um, transitioning a little bit for all the audio side, back to uh, people realize, like, he just, Zach talked about Iowa's tradition at their games when they talk to the uh, Children of Hope or whatever it is, the sick kids that they wave at during their uh, pregame ritual. Um, which probably sets itself apart from everybody else. Then you got Wisconsin's tradition. You got Penn State, the whiteout. You got, uh, you know, you got Virginia Tech, Inner Sandman. You got the big house, and you got Alabama, Sweet Home Alabama, and you got Tennessee, uh, you know, you got Clemson um, running down the hill. All these great traditions. USC don't have shit but a Trojan on a horse running out, throws the spear into the ground. Uh, he, that ain't shit. Colorado Buffaloes, though. Um, Colorado Buffaloes has a great, great tradition um, with the Buffalo ride um, running out. That has to be in the conversation, is it not? Is is Colorado's Buffalo running out not in the conversation? Um, I would, I would think it has to be. Uh, Nebraska's Tunnel Walk. Wisconsin's uh, House of Pain, Virginia Tech entered the Sandman. There's a lot of great ones. Florida State um, has the, uh, what do they have, the, the War Chant or whatever. Oklahoma's Wagon, eh, I guess it's all right. Um, Eric with the wrench said jump around because he's a fuck because he's from Canada. Um, and they're right there. Wisconsin should be in Canada. I wish Wisconsin would just move to Canada. Uh, you guys are fucking fucking up the weather in America. You guys are fucking up the weather. You in North Dakota. <laughs> I wish you guys in North Dakota would just fucking go to Canada. Devo, take those motherfuckers. Take Wisconsin and North Dakota. Maybe you could take Montana. Take them to fucking Canada. Shit. God damn. Um, but I wanted to transition real quick. Um, let me see. Tomorrow, Steve Kim will be on. Uh, we got a few other people joining us this week. Uh, I want to transition to something real quick. Uh, this guy's last meal. I just wanted to talking about the, uh, Iowa tradition. This is why I kind of wanted to talk about this. I want you to understand something. If you don't got what you got and you don't got what you want, then you have time to go get it. I'm uh, just throwing that out there because this cat right here, this is his last meal before he gets executed. Um, and uh, for he's a heroin transporter. So he was transporting heroin. This is his last meal. And uh, he, uh, if you know anything about last meals, um, I got to speak to a group of inmates a couple years ago. It was a great experience. I got to speak to them, and I had to be like real full-on JB to get cats like that that have nothing to buy in. Just so you know, I don't advise you if you're not a good public speaker in front of kids. Like if you can't get kids to buy into your, what you're selling in front of a high school, don't. Ever, ever, ever try to go think you're going to talk and motivate anybody in jail. That just takes a different type of human. 
I think I did it pretty damn well. They uh they all fucking stood up and uh gave me a little standing O and clapped it up. So I must have sold myself a little bit. But let me tell you, if you know anything about last meals, 99.9% of people issued last meals. But they want steak and lobster. They order a fucking filet mignon. Whatever they order their last meal to be, which they can have whatever they want, they don't eat it. 99% of the people that order last meals do not eat it. Because of the nerves, the unsure unrest of knowing you're about to be put to sleep for life. You're about to be killed under the gun, whatever it may be. Um, that right there should motivate some people to say, fuck, I don't ever want to be in that situation. At least I want to die on my own accord. I don't want to fucking die picking my last meal. Um, I think you have a chance to change what the fuck you're doing right now. So let's go change it because I want to show you this. The L.A. Dodgers have re-signed outfielder Andrew Tolles, who has been basically hasn't played since 18. They gave him access to teams health insurance and mental health services. Mental health, quote unquote. Tolles is not expected to play for the Dodgers, of course, but signing with the team will allow him to continue to receive treatment, including counseling, therapy, and medication. Respect. Is it respect? Respect is on the quotation. It's not what I said, just so we're clear. I don't think it's respect. Uh, where do you, what do you think about the Dodgers doing this? Uh, shout out to the Dodgers for doing it, I guess. But I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I'm not a huge fan. Um, this is the thing. We're, we're giving too much away for free in this world. And now we have given away so much for free without making people really earn it that now you see smash and grabs at an all-time high. We're seeing smash and grabs all across America because we've given, 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 and we haven't made them earn shit. So when you don't make them earn shit, guess what happens? They go and take shit. And that is what it is. You allow it or you coach it, period. I don't give a fuck what aspect of life it is. You allow it or you coach it. We've allowed, allowed, and allowed, and it is getting out of fucking hand. Like, how comfortable are any of you in here? Any of you people in here? Any of you people in here, by the way? Any of you in here? How many of you are just so comfortable going to a movie theater with your kid or walking down the street, going into the mall? Like, aren't you all looking around? head on a swivel around this motherfucker because you don't know. And guess who that's doing it? A bunch of young fucking idiots. They're all young kids. It ain't like the 35-year-old running up on you. These are all fucking 18 to 23, the same motherfuckers, man. And I'm just like, where the fuck is your daddy? Where the fuck is your mama? Where the fuck is anyone? The disrespect, dog, has been lost in this country, especially 
for elders. Have you seen the video of the 12-year-old kid kicking his grandmother in the stomach? Are you fucking shitting me? Are you shitting me, 12-year-old bitch-ass kid? And the other kid just sitting there. Like, dog. <laughs> ah, I don't know, dog. I, I, where's this cat's daddy? Where's this kid's daddy? Why is the grandmother who's trying to help raise this kid getting punished? by raising someone else's kid. That is what I have a problem with. Like, this bitch-ass 12-year-old kid who's built like Doughboy straight out of Boys in the Hood. This motherfucker's built like Doughboy. And he kicks his fucking grandmother in the fucking stomach? Like, really? Really? I can't, I, I, I just can't fathom it. Um, all right, we're on this Minutes mo- Monday. Um, Matt McChesney joining me. Um, shout out. Make sure you clap it up. Um, without further ado, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Make sure if you're not, follow Matt on TikTok, IG, and Twitter, 6-0 Academy. Make sure you follow Matt on all all platforms. Matt, what up? Gentlemen, ladies. What's big, up, you're bro? big in my face. That's what she said. Hold on. Let me back it out. There it is. There it is. Um, what up? Not a lot, bro. What's happening? Uh, same old shit. Uh, we know you'd come with some type of t-shirt on. Um, who is that? Jim Morrison, dog. I'm trying to find this glare. I don't know where the hell it's coming from. I see the light. I thought it was uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I didn't know who it was. No, dog. That's Jim Morrison. Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> Two seconds. Let me find the glare. <laughs> hey, Jay, um, did you coach? Of course I chose Maka. I recruited Maka. What do you mean? I just had, I was just with Maka. I just took a picture with Maka, Jay. Um, he was at the, uh, at the Rose Bowl for the uh, college, uh, the college deal. Um, let me see. I was just with Maka uh, not too long ago at the Rose Bowl in January. How about all the Usos to Kansas, dog? <coughs> I started in 15, brought him to Garden City. And then uh, when I left to Indy, I brought him over to, to Indy as well. And I brought, uh, obviously, new ones to Indy. Um, but I was the motherfucker that brought all the polys to Jordan. Going out. I just got a picture of Maka right here somewhere. I hate my pictures. Um there you go. It's all good. Um, well, my ex-wife came over this morning to get my kids or to get a coat for my son because she has no memory. And I started opening up all the windows and blinds and you don't live here. Leave. Uh, yeah, that's why. God damn. Somebody, uh, some, I don't know where it is. I'll find that picture for you later. Um, somebody asked me that the other day. Um Somebody asked me the other day, like, like, hey, man, you know, don't get married if you're going to do this and don't do that. And if you get married, somebody hit me in his DM, this guy at Disneyland the other day. I wish I had the video. He was proposing on a big platform at Disneyland, and the fucking ushers ran him off and tackled the motherfucker and wouldn't let him uh, propose to the girl. And then they said, no, you got to propose down here. 
And okay. uh, and I was like, I was like, damn. He was like, Coach, what do you think about this? I go, I don't think nothing because I'll never propose. I'm exactly. never getting married. It was, I mean, look, I'm sure that Disney has a policy, but still, I mean, it was pretty smug. On top of the fact that the whole time I was watching it, I was just yelling, don't do it! <laughs> and no shit. No look, shit. Man, at this point, look, I, I my ex-wife and I are, are amicable, I guess, but it, it's all about the children at this point. Look. You're cordial, you mean. You're cordial. Cordial. We're, we're, we get along with each other, kind of. Um, my advice to every young man out there, I don't care how much she loves you right off the bat. It's a trap. You're signing a contract and you're in love. It's very similar to like the family aspect of football. It's a lie. All right. So I'm just saying, like, I know you're in love and shit, but bro, you don't need to be married to have children. In fact, I am way better at being a dad now that we're divorced and single because I can actually be a father. I don't have to fight with her about raising my children. So look, I just I just don't think that it's very smart. So if I'm a young guy, just stay single, dog. Do, do you. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm young and old and I'm staying single. Um, I got to ask you a few college things, but then I want to get into some NFL. I haven't got to talk to you in a minute. Uh, I know you've been swamped. How's your car? I'm getting a new one today. Um, like, did somebody just like rear end you or what? I got T-boned. That's what I. That's what she said. But I, it was T-bag, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Um, all right, let me let me ask you something. This uh, Texas A&M gave away awards yesterday at their spring game. Right. Um, is mediocrity the new fucking excellence or what? Are we giving awards out for a game that two players may not even be on the fucking roster in about three months? Um, this isn't anything new. We always got spring awards. Really? Yeah, there were always most improved player, uh, you know, fucking workout warrior, whatever. There were always spring awards when I yeah, was. Yeah, that was a daily award for me. But did you get in a, a plaque after the game? Um... They got plaques. That's offense and defensive player of the game. Oh, I don't know. We didn't do MVPs for the spring game, no. That's what that is, bro. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know why we're doing MVP for the spring games. Look, spring games are important, but it's just a scrimmage. Um, uh, that said, CU spring game is this weekend, and it's sold out and on ESPN. So, shit, I mean, it seems pretty important to people in Boulder. Uh, into Dion, and I, it is to me too, but it's just a spring game retrospectively. Um, it's coming up this weekend or it just happened? It's uh, it's the 22nd, so it's Saturday. Um, well, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see how Shador does. You know, <laughs> I don't mean to roast my own university or anything, dog, but do you have the video of Travis Hunter catching that streak on, like, I know you saw that, right? Yes. All right. So, I, look, there's my guy. So, they're getting all hyped up. I love that. So, they go out and do a scrimmage, right? I don't know if you can find the video. But Travis Hunter, who's an outstanding wide receiver and DB. Now, gets, Zach, Zach kind of blasted it out. I was like, why are you showing this 30-year-old white guy guarding him? Yes. What in the – I mean, look, dog. I know Travis Hunter's good. But the walk-on corner that's a banker that's playing DB is not – what are we doing? Like, bro, you're you're just roasting the kid. You're not like putting Hunter on 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 a pedestal. So that that 
And I, then I love how many people like were like, oh my God, this is racist. You're calling him a white boy. What is wrong with all of you? Where did you come from? What planet came here and dropped you assholes off? Let me ask you this. Come on. There's no, there's one white corner in history. His name is Jason Seahorn and he was average. There's a reason white dudes don't play corner. And when you line up a banker against a five-star receiver who's a future first-round pick and and then try and hype it like it's special, that, to me, is extremely weak. That's all I'm saying, dog. Like, put, yeah. him, against, put him against, you know, the, the best player you have on the field. I'm sure he still beats him. But, God damn. I mean, it, all this did was turn into a, 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 a fest of, like, beating down the DB who shouldn't be on the field any damn way. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, this guy's body type, this guy, this white arm right here, this little kid here, uh, me and Zach just kind of looked through these videos. I know these guys hopefully are some walk-ons or red shirt guys. I don't know. But and it's not just to talk Everybody, about Everybody's got guys who don't look like they're supposed to be on the team. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. We're not talking about Colorado in specific, but we've been watching football over the weekend, and Zach and I were just talking about it. This seems to be the biggest uh, – even back in the day, Matt, we had guys that were – I mean, we had walk-ons that just were horrible lookers. But even our guys that got in the weight room that were underneath, I guess, a, a program for two, three, four years, which we're used to, is it causing an issue now with the body? Because we even see NFL guys. We're not looking the same that we once did, Matt, when you played. People the body so types aren't the same. People are so lazy, dog. When I – look. I don't understand the new let's be friends with our players thing. Um, They're scared to lose them, Matt. Well, well, whatever it is, it's terrible. And I don't understand it. And I push the guys I work with really fucking hard and they don't leave. So I personally, I think it's just a lack of fortitude by the coaches. The players don't know the difference. If you push them hard in a program, they will respond and go to work. And if they don't, then they leave. And it's, this new generation of kid doesn't want to do the work, bro. They want they want all the shine with none of the grind, and I don't think that that's possible. I and, and I and, and the hypocrisy of this whole thing is like so. Gage Ginther, the number one player in the state uh, at tackle, committed to Tennessee, right? And I'm sure they gave him a bag. I didn't ask. It's not my business. Uh, on top of being, you know, number one ranked in the country last year for a couple of weeks and looking like Heupel's got him on the right path and everything else. They look pretty good. A lot better than they have in a long time. We'll put it like that. So when, you know, he leaves and then you've got a certain number of people like, well, we don't know if we want a kid like that. I heard several different schools say that. Like, well, we don't know if we want a kid that just wants money. And I'm like, is that just the new company line when you don't get the kid? Like, you're just going to go after him and say he's he's greedy when that's not the case? Like, I, I know this kid. He's a worker. He's a grinder. Tennessee knocked his socks off. That's where he wants to go, and he's going to commit. And now it's just because of money. And I think it's extremely hip, hypocritical and extremely cowardly. And I hate the fact that the coaches are using that now because every one of them will go get paid at the drop of a hat. He's not a kid. He's 18 years old. He's a man. He needs to, he's making a demands decision and now he's being ridiculed for it while, while 
you've got guys on rosters making like $1.5 million who like Shador Sanders is the highest ranked NIL getter maybe in the country. And now this other kid can't get paid, but your son can, you know, it, it's just the hypocrisy of all of this is eating me alive. And I, I don't like it, bro. I don't like it. I don't like it when somebody points a finger at a kid and goes, Oh, he's just about the money. And when that, when money sets the table, what is the problem with being about the money? Everybody in this country is about their money. I'm about my money. You're about your money. Coach Prime's about his money. Gage Ginther's about his money. Shador Sanders is about his money. Everybody's about their fucking money. So if a grown-ass man is going to sit around and try and criticize a, a, a family and a kid for going to get a bag now after 100 years of exploitation of NCAA athletes, I'm sorry, but I'm calling you out on that shit. And it can't ha it's happening everywhere. I'm not just talking about CU. Like it was a very moot point with them. It didn't. It was like a five second conversation. I'm saying it's happening everywhere. When when he when he called the certain coaches to tell him he was committed to Tennessee, they got like angry at him. Like, oh, you're just chasing a bag. You're you just paid players last year to get 10, 12 players into your school. So it's just I, I can't sit around and act like it's not an issue. And to be honest with you, it makes me want to tell more guys to go get paid. Yeah, uh, my buddy in the in the chat was like, "It ain't just football either. It's at his job site. It's 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 happening in the workforce across America. Every fucking buddy wants handouts now, and that is why, in my opinion, when you see this fucking idiot, tough man, especially you know with everything uh, I've been through." You've been through, motherfucker. You put us through it. You did, he didn't put he put himself through it, dummy. You went but to a strip club after a loss with a gun, dumb fuck. You're well, what do you expect to happen? And then we see this happening, and you wonder why Bro. this is happening in Compton. And um, did you see what happened in Chicago too this weekend? Oh, dude, Alabama, what Louisville. What I mean, what is going on, bro? Like, are we we're a fucking world country, bro. <laughs> I mean, look, dog, I'm not very political, but at this point, like, I, I don't know who should be president and who should be running shit, but all of these fucking people have failed us. The left and the right, this entire, like, transgender thing is driving me up a fucking wall with, when it has to do with sports. And, and look, you put out a tweet yesterday, like, what happened to just regular gay dudes? I feel bad for my boys that are gay. Like, I've got a couple friends that are gay, and they're just dudes. They're my friends. And I feel bad for them because they're being lumped into this, like, who? what's the little freak's name that was on the Bud Light can? What's that fucking uh, dude? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know either. But know, everything, Matt, Nike, fucking everything now. Like, I, I saw this same dude, man, 26-year-old fucking man in a sports bra doing jumping jacks fucking advertising nike like I, now i don't want to wear my nikes bro and i'm about to put on some jays and go do my radio show the radio show won't let me talk about it on air it's too hot of a topic we can't talk about it why no like i just I, I, that's I'm, why i don't want to switch I'm Matt. Over it. i don't care if we offend somebody Fuck Matt, this, look is at this, shit, Matt. this is happening on saturday night live i'm so tired of this shit Saturday Night Live. Women, women, let me ask you something. 
do you like getting your your entire identity hijacked by fucking dudes? Dog. How can you get behind this with females? My uh, mother's been a, a woman for 70 years and she's an incredible female. She's never been on a Bud Light can, but this fucking freak can get on one. And I don't care if you cancel me. I don't know any of you. I don't care. I don't like any of you. Cancel me. Get fucked. This yeah, is that's ridiculous, what, dog. That's what's going on my new shirts, by the way. Um, well, I saw those hoodies. I want one. I'm going to have a wait till you see the male and the female one that comes out today. I just, I, I just don't understand it. And it's starting like, here's my question. And I'll say it to you. Let's say we get a transgender, big, big, bigger girl that's like, say she's like 6'2", and she's, you know, there's some big girls out there. We know that there are. And she wants to play football, and she trans she transfers from a chick to a dude. And she walks into my office and goes, I want to play college football. What do I do? You can't do anything. You're fucked. I mean, I'm not saying that, I'm not trying to, like, tell her that she can't play college football. I'm saying, like, I don't feel comfortable pretty much like uh, like assassinating you on the field, bro. I'm going to, or, or check or whatever. I'm going to put you on the field and the dudes, the men that are out here are going to hurt you. This isn't a fucking game. This isn't dudes going to run with females or swim with females. This is a man's game. This is contact. So I'm going to be honest. I I don't ever think it'll go that way, but at the same time, what happens when that happens? I think they're infiltrating. I think they're being placed in certain places just to fuck with people like me and you. I guarantee you, they're just trying to fucking piss people off, yeah. I couldn't imagine coaching right now because there's no way, because I know I'm going to be tested every fucking which way but loose. They're going to send these motherfuckers at me. Oh, coach, here we go. We have this uh, made-up human here who wants to play. Uh... I'm sorry, I, I, I got to stay away from it. How do you stay away from it now or you're going to get canceled? So let me ask you, Matt. We canceled Bud Light, all right? The canceled, you and I and all of our people, canceled the cancelers. For the first time, I've actually seen us cancel the cancelers. And why don't we stand up and do that? Yes, exactly. Clap it up. Thank you. But why don't we do that for the, no, it's happening the traffickers and the pedophiles and the fucking weirdo fucks like this Mel Levaney guy? Why we don't do that with other shit? It's starting. We, we've seen the turn. We knew this was going to happen. We knew that eventually conservative America that is, you know, people that are religious and have morals and care about their children's future. Um, we're going to stand up and say something eventually. Not everybody's just going to sit back and take it. And I, I'm not saying that, the, look, I know the show went political, but I don't give a shit. This is a hot topic right now. And what really set me over the edge this morning is I was trying, trying to get everything together and going this morning, and I was just thumbing through my phone, and I saw a, a dude dressed up as a chick on Halloween in fucking April or whatever, um, sitting in front of a bunch of elementary school kids, reading them a book, which is I cool. posted that yesterday. Yeah, and the kid gets up and starts shaking his shoulders just like the dude. They are indoctrinating your children. They are trying to turn them into something they're not. But hold on, Matt. Then they'll tell you that it's not grooming. It is grooming, bro. What I don't care what they say. It? And if, I, if I'm a bad guy for standing up for what I believe. Exactly, because we'll be canceled. Why are the why aren't they bad for standing up what they believe? Why is there why is there no two way street here? 
That's what I'm asking, dog. And like I've been the, saying the, this. The gay and lesbian community, I feel sorry for you. You're getting lumped into this. You don't deserve this. This is fucked I, up. I, I miss, I would never, listen, I've never been a gay basher. I've never been, I don't give a fuck. Do you? Just stay away from me. Face. Don't push it down my throat. I don't care. I'm not a gay basher and all that. Well, but I, I miss the regular is, Like Our generation, we, and I truly believe this, dog. I'm 41. What are you, 45? 47 now. 47. So, like, my co-host at Altitude, Dempsey's 46. Like, we all grew up in an era where, you know, our parents and our grandparents' race was a huge issue and civil rights. And, like, my father was born in 39 and the civil rights bill didn't get passed until the mid-60s. Like, just imagine the world he grew up in before that and everybody did. We didn't, we grew up in a, in a culture where, we were getting over the race bump and we didn't grow up like that. I don't see color, bro. I'd see dudes and chicks and whatnot. It's the same with gay dudes and lesbians. I don't give a fuck. It means nothing to me. Like I've got plenty of gay friends. I've got gay relatives and it doesn't, I don't care. Do your thing. I more power to you. Salute. But this, I didn't have a problem with it. Until it started getting fucking slammed down my throat and pushed in my face every five seconds. And now my children are supposed to just watch this shit at school. And, and everything has to be about being transgender. What in the fuck is going on? Like, I, I'm sorry, but there's the pushback does not make me a bigot or a bad person. I'm just asking questions and I'm concerned and I don't think it's productive. And I, I don't personally think that this is the right message for the youth, bro. Like, give me a fucking break. You're allowing eight-year-old kids to make decisions. They're passing bills where you can, the, the government can take your children away if you say you can't go get an operation. Look, this sounds, it oh, sounds to me like if the American public doesn't do something pretty quick, we're going to be in a real land of shit. We're already there, but it's just going to keep getting deeper. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I don't know if you saw it. I posted a video over the weekend of a of, of a black man um basically a black man was teaching his 11 year old how to drive a diesel i saw, saw that yeah great trait by the way hey like when, when I, was, I had a farmer's license at 12 i was driving back roads good hey, so teachers on a craft my dad taught me how to drive a, a diesel because he was a diesel truck driver and mechanic when I was 11 years old, and he forced me to take my driver's ed, uh, my driver's ed um, test in a fucking stick shift because he's like, "You're gonna be fucking different," and I'm like, "All right." And different's not easy. Average, it's easy to be average. Here's a video we're talking about, by the way, for everybody to, that doesn't know what we're discussing earlier. Um, this. Oh, watch this. No! What are we doing? I don't know. So we can't teach this kid how to pull up to like be a man? This is okay? Like, I'm confused on who allowed this as parents. As your parent, if you're a parent and you see this, my kid's out, dog. You're gone. We're leaving the school immediately. And honestly, you might have to deal with me. Oh, you're going to deal with me. I'm sorry, uh, if that makes me a bad person, then I guess I'm an awful person for protecting my children and trying to protect yours because you won't. So hold on, though. Let me get this straight. So if I defend my child 
And I don't believe it's fair that you're, or not, not fair. I don't believe that you should be fucking trying to transition my kid or, or what, or what have you. I'm going to now get my kid taken from me. Is that what I'm reading? Is that real? That, did you see that, that clip come up? Yeah. There's no way that this is real. It is real. This is exactly what this administration. Man, I have no problem with this, man. But here we go, Matt. This is the issue. So this is a problem. Everybody in the comments, Matt, if you didn't see, said this is dangerous. This should not be allowed. The dad is an asshole. But this is okay. This is okay. But that's, look, people only say it's okay, JB, because they're scared. And the more folks like Kid Rock and you and I and, you know, the the dude from uh, uh, Big and Rich, the guy who owns the bar, pulled Bud Light, the more Bud Light stock has plummeted. So it's not like people don't, that aren't standing up for what they believe. People are finally, but you don't need to be scared to voice your opinion. I'm just, I'm pleading with everybody to talk about this. Don't go after each other. Try and fix the problem in a civil manner where you can speak to each other. The problem is the right is fed up. The left is fed up. They're both have like crazy aspects of it. Okay. I'm right in the middle. Like I think both sides are nuts. That said, I'm, I don't know. I can't vote Democrat ever again, dog. I can't do it for my pocketbook. Number one. But if this is your platform, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care about all the other good stuff you may be doing. I'm out dog. I can't. And I'm not religious. I'm an atheist. I don't, I don't, I think all of it's just a big story. When you're dead, you're dead. All of this shit is what it is. But I, I'm, I've got children and I'm not, I'm not behind, I'm not with this. And I work with kids every day. I'm not with this. And I can't get with it. And I'm, I don't, if that makes me a bad guy, then that's your choice because I don't know you. You can't cancel me. I'm a small business owner. I'm going to do whatever I want. Like, <laughs> I don't read your comments. Hey, here's my take on this. I don't know if you saw this video. I totally agree here. The chat actually totally agrees with us too, which means that we're on the right path on getting these people. Just people just don't have a platform to talk about it yet. Like I always say, Matt, the the majority gets outranked by the minority, and the minorities who speaks loudly, the majority stays quiet, and that's how we get canceled. But I'm gonna be honest. This is a we show this video of the kid driving the truck, and then you see a video of a 12 year old doing this to his grandmother. I mean. Kicks his grandmother, 12-year-old bitch-ass little punk kid. And, I mean, it's it blows my mind. I don't think the kid driving the truck, Matt, would ever do that. No, his father's in the car with him. His father's not going to allow him to do that dumb shit. And he probably wouldn't do it in the first place. So that I, it blows my mind what's going on right now, dude. I'm just telling you. Remove, when you remove the man from the equation or you turn the man into a woman, or you castrate him. And I'm not talking about physically castration. I'm talking about mental castration, which happens to the majority of men in relationships. In order to keep your house and your kids, you are mentally castrated. And I'm divorced, so I already had that happen to me. But now I'm on the other side of it now, where I don't... 
I'm blessed enough to have enough bread to not give a fuck. Like, I don't care about spending money to have peace. But to a regular guy out there who's living check to check and busting his ass, being divorced, like, bro, you, you're she's got you on a hook. That's my point with the whole contract thing. But, like, full circle, if if you remove the masculinity and the man from the equation, when the how many times have you heard, I can't control my kid, wait till your father gets home. Wait till your father gets home. Well, that used to be a line where, oh, my, I better straighten up and get my shit together or my dad's going to come home and it's going to be on. Well, now the fathers, the, the fathers are either at home and the mom's at work or he's totally di- displaced from the family. And there's some deadbeat fuck that's just banging your ex-wife, you know, the ex-wife and banging the kid's mom. He's not going to listen to him. And that guy is probably just a freeloader that's probably just hanging out rent free just found some, you know, some housewife that made a bad decision and now she's got to settle for some fuck boy. So the, this full, it's a full circle of just fuckery. And the, the country has become so cowardly. People are so afraid to stand up for what they, they believe because they, they're afraid of some person in fucking Texas canceling them or saying something. All right. It, it, it makes me sick to my stomach. What happened to leadership, men and women, especially women these days? You are being hijacked. Female athletes and women, for everything that you bring to the table, the, just the, the beauty and softness and serenity of females, the, the ability to take a raging fucking bull and one touch by your woman calms you. That is a power that females have. The motherhood aspect of it, the ability to give life, that is power. And no man has that. None of us. No man dressing up like a woman has that. None of us. You have real power, ladies. And the more you give it to men, the the less you have. Keep your power. Say this is not cool. They are they are totally mocking you. And I can't fucking listen to it anymore. I can't do it. No, I can't. I've stopped. I'm done. I'm not doing it. Over, and if you cancel I'll, me, you cancel me. Oh cancel well. Me. I don't give a fuck. I'm not in. I'm not trying to get into your club anyway. That's my point. I don't want in your club. Um, it's unbelievable, man. Um, let, I know we we turned this political, man. Yeah, uh, okay. you not, we can't actually talk like this ever. Yeah, we have to. That's why I'm talking about. That's why I'm making shirts. We got, we got no, I don't really do a sports show. I do a real show. I don't do sports show because I'm not breaking news. Matt is not breaking news. JB's not breaking news. Zach Smith's not breaking news. We're not ESPN insider. We're just the giving real is, The other thing is, JB and I, we don't, we never script shit. I had no idea what we were going to talk about when I sat down. We yeah. haven't talked in fucking weeks because yeah, people we have been talking busy. a week. Like over text message, we just sit down and go to work. So I got 15 more minutes. Let's get into some football. All right, I got some. Uh, I want to get your take on this uh, this Arch Manning thing. I don't know if you saw the film. Zach and I yeah. kind of broke it down. We wanted to get your take on it. As well. uh, he looks fucking horrible. Um, there's a hitch ball to the dirt. There's a. Uh, I think with his head cut off. Did you watch Quinn play too? And how effortless it looked for him. Yeah, and he knows the system better. I get that's, that's it. That's my point. But still, if you're supposed yeah. to be number like 
I'm sorry, but Manning looked like a confused, scared one-star player in this video. And I understand it's his first spring game, but he's holding the ball. He's rolling to his fucking his dominant hand. He's not getting the ball out. Everything's it looks like his release is slow as shit. Like, look, look at that. He doesn't square his shoulders up the throw. I don't look. If his name was Arch Wilson, would we be having this conversation? No. No. So he looks like he looks like he's stiff and he's he's so lost. Like he looks like he played 17A football in the backwoods of Mississippi. <laughs> and look, I'm he he'll probably figure it out. He is a Manning. Um, but 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 he ain't the Manning. He might he might be the first Manning where we go, uh, maybe not. But yeah. oh, that said, that said. Uh, I, I hope the kid is good. I mean, I, I, that, that's the first family of quarterbacks. So I got no problem. I, I hope he's good. I just hope he transfers and he's good somewhere else. Cause I despise Texas. I want them to lose every time they play. And they've lost like six players to the portal since the game Saturday. Yeah. Everybody has everybody's like what? So I'm in, I'm in the recruiting game, obviously at six zero. Um, big shout out to my guys, Gage Genther, number one player in the state committed Tennessee the other day, uh, number one linebacker in the state, Jake Stonebreaker committed to Kansas State, uh, Jackson Cowgrill, the number one defensive lineman in the state interior, committed to Washington State, um, and we've got about three or four more guys upcoming here that are going to commit in the next like month, month and a half, so the num- numbers are still rolling and guys are, are being successful over at the gym, but I'm in the middle of the recruiting stuff and we got a couple more guys that are trying to get placed like walk-on style and they're in the portal and you know, made some mistakes and need some help. Um, and every coach I talked to is like, hey, you know, we're going to do the spring game. We're going to take a week off because they all go on vacation essentially after that. And then when we get back, we're going to we – we anticipate we're going to lose 10 to 15 guys to the portal, each program I talk to, which is everyone. And then we're going to go out and we're going to try and get 10 to 15 more guys in. So essentially – and I don't have a problem with this. This is what college football is. I'm not bitching about NIL or the transfer portal anymore. It's what it is. Essentially, it's become – you're a semester player now in college football. You go somewhere for, you go somewhere for the fall, awesome. You're there for the fall. Like, I, I don't even know how you can sign a year-long lease. Like, if you get there in the spring or if you, after the fall, if you don't like it or they don't like you, portal. If you make it to the spring and you make it through winter conditioning and everything's good and then, you know, you play well, you can stay. But if anything happens and they don't like you or you don't like them or or mama doesn't like the fact that you're gone or you want home cooking, portal. Then you get through the summer and right before fall starts, maybe something else happens or they bring somebody else in or they don't like you or you don't like them, portal. Like, bro, that part of it is it's, I'm dumbfounded on how it's actually gotten to this point. But this is what it is. And this is, this is what they wanted. So... Lay in the bed you bed you make, dog. I'm sorry, but it's what hey, we don't we don't you 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 yeah. just said you just made a statement. You're like, hey, I'm not I don't even care no more. I'm not a, I'm not gonna argue about it. It is what it is. And then I, got I, I agree, it is what it is. I, I can still not like it. That's yeah, what I don't I like. I don't like it because, like you just said, you're a semester player. There's just no way to build. I gotta bring in 30 new guys because I just lost 30 guys in the spring by Jan, by June, July. Like, there's you know how hard it is to build a 
Like uh, as a coach, dog, the, the number one reason you got into coaching, the reason I do what I do is for the kids. We want right. to like, yeah, being paid is nice. Running a business is nice, just like everybody else. Everybody wants to get paid. We talked about that at the beginning. I'm just saying that I, I love when one of my guys commits, or even better, when you have a kid that walks in in eighth grade or ninth grade and is a baby giraffe and can't get out of his own way, and three years later, he's the number one player in the state and he's going to Tennessee. That's big time. But I don't – if if he was only there for six months and then one bad thing happened or some, something adverse happened and all of a sudden he's gone and he transfers to the next gym, does he continue to progress the way he should? So that this is this is a massive problem – with the entire development of a generation of football players who are mentally getting getting pushed down a road that it's not supposed to be like, and physically they're not being developed and technique isn't being taught correctly. So when they actually get into the meat grinder, they're not going to be able to be successful there. There's no transfer portal in the NFL. Let me, Man, I got to bring this to your attention. I got to bring this up. You just said when they commit – I got to be honest, I want to have somebody become the commissioner of the NCAA football only commissioner and say, we don't need to use that word anymore. It is a fucking slap in the face because commit means actually that commit. And there's no such thing as decommit. There's no such word in the human fucking language. It doesn't exist. If you put it in your cell phone, you get a red line underneath it because it's trying to auto spell it. It doesn't exist. So here's my take. Can we just use the word signed? Because committing doesn't exist. They're leaving in, 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 in a semester like you just stated. It just doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore, and I'm tired of hearing these kids write these Twitter fucking messages. I am committed to the Zuner. No, you're not. You're going to go try it out. You're going to go try yeah, it out. There's a tryout now, yep. And look, even, even – uh, like when one of my guys committed the other day, the the we had multiple schools that were like, "Oh, if it doesn't work out there, well, we'll just we'll see you in the transfer portal." And I'm like, "We're already preparing to fail. Like we're already preparing to fail. Fine, you talked me into it. I hate it. <laughs> I know, I know, it's bad. Uh, all right, let's talk some NFL before you get out of here. We got a few minutes with you." Uh, Lamar Jackson wrote, basically said that he told the Ravens to acquire OBJ and DeAndre Hopkins, and then we can talk, uh, per Matt Lombardi. Uh, the Ravens told him they couldn't afford both players, but they'd get one of them. They signed OBJ to an $18 million, up to $18 million deal. I thought it was the absolute worst signing of the offseason. How um, many years? Huh? How many years? I think it's one year, ain't it? He got a one-year, eighteen million dollar contract. Fifteen million with three million up to three million. If he's the leading uh, catcher, receiver, if he's the leading uh, well, yard, leading, he's leading touchdown. Andrews. Um, yeah. And this is supposed to be the move that entices Lamar to come back, and he's going to come back. Like let's he has to. Nobody's suiting him. Nobody wants him. The price tag is too high, and honestly. If I'm him, I might just come back and play on the franchise tag, but he's been hurt the last two years too. So he's got to weigh this out, man. And honestly, I'm very eager to see what kind of leader and player he becomes being spited financially the way he feels. 
Like $140 million is far from being spited financially, but to a starting quarterback in the NFL, it is. So, well, to a former MVP, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. To a starter in the NFL, Danny Dimes just got 45 million, and a guy who won the MVP is going to get a $36 million franchise tag. I'm saying like the deal that they wanted him to sign was like three years, 150 or some shit. So, 33. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if Lamar has OBJ and, yeah, they'll they'll be ten and seven and get to the wild card. I mean, it's they're gonna be they'll be okay. But the longer this goes on, the more the writing's on the wall that the NFL just feels like they can replace Lamar Jackson. The Ravens know they can just replace him. You know, Tyler Huntley took them to the playoffs last year. So if they feel like they they can replace him, they're not gonna pay him, and they're gonna ride this train as long as it'll ride, and then they'll get rid of him and let somebody pick up the scraps down the road. So. I'm sorry, Lamar, but this is the uh, National Football League. It means not for long, and now you get a taste. Uh, transitioning NFC North, uh, Delvin Cook has been sold. Don't me. I don't transition. I'm all man, baby, and so are you. Well, <laughs> the schools now can transition you, and they don't even have to tell your mom. Uh, so, the, the – uh, We're going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> Alvin Cook may be on the block uh, or just released, straight out released. Matt, just tell people that don't understand. The NFL doesn't really care about running backs. You're a dime a dozen. You're very short-lived. Saquon Barkley's not going to sign his tender. He won't be there today in, in, in many uh, mandatory minicamp. He's not going to show up, apparently. Um, I, I didn't think that Saquon would sign that tag when they signed Danny Dimes. Um Running backs are a dime a dozen. Do the Giants go after Dalvin Cook, or do the Buffalo Bills go after Dalvin Cook? And what does Minnesota do if they lose Dalvin Cook? Uh, it, so, look, I agree that the running backs are a dime a dozen, and that, you know, it is what it is. Dalvin Cook will be an asset somewhere else, but only for two or three years. He's at the end of his career. He knows it, even though he's still very productive. Um, it, this is the nature of the beast. We can, we can replace you with a younger guy who's just as good. Uh, you know, running backs take a beating. They don't make a lot of money. And it, it's a position that was glorified when we were young. And now it's like a dime a dozen. It's like a middle linebacker almost. You know, we can find middle linebackers everywhere. Um, and they're not really paying them that much. You know, there are some high-priced running backs. There are some high-priced middle linebackers, but they are few and far between. So I... Uh, whether it's Cook or, you know, Miles Sanders switch teams and you, you got a lot of movement in the running back ranks and that's going to continue uh, because they're replaceable, bro. Like I can go, you can go find 25 running backs in the draft this year that if you give them a good blocking scheme and you give them carries, they'll go 4,000 easy. So, you know, and that's just rookies and there's guys on practice squads that are pretty good and, with running, with running backs, in my opinion, it's all about opportunity. If you get a legitimate opportunity, you're going to be pretty good. But if you don't get opportunity and you don't get carries, no one will ever know. So uh, it's all about oh, yeah. opportunity with the RBs. Hey, it's funny you mentioned uh, the, the linebacker because, you know, OBJ, who's two reconstructive knee surgeries, hasn't really played in two years, really besides the tip of the ball catch. What has he really done? I think he's, what, a two-time pro bowler maybe? It's not like he's been like this greatest fucking thing, Randy Moss. He's not Randy Moss. I, I, people just blow my mind how people project him. But that's my opinion. Um, here's the thing about it. 
They paid him $15 million. To me, it's even a more of a slap in the face to Lamar that you paid this guy $15 million when you could have gave me that money. Instead, yep. you've signed this guy who's over the hill, in my opinion, who has this one-handed fucking TikTok catch that everybody shows, but really hasn't done much else. He did okay in the Super Bowl before he got hurt. I get it. He also didn't play for six weeks before that. Um, he's been an injury-prone guy. I don't get it. But you said he's like a linebacker, similar to what a running back is. Wideouts are similar now that the marketplace is so placed so high on receivers. Running backs are are they are linebackers are what they are. You and I both agree we would never pay OBJ over a certain amount of money, especially yeah. not fifteen million. No way. Would you pay no Devin White, the linebacker from Tampa, twenty million because he's requesting twenty million? No, and he's good. He's better. He's a better player at his position than OBJ is at his. So. OBJ is a product of social media. He's a good player, but he is not a Hall of Famer. And he is he's he's a average receiver retrospectively in the long run of the NFL. He does a really good job promoting himself and he thinks he's really good. There are 10 receivers in the draft this year that are better than him. That's what I'm saying. They could have just drafted one and given the money to Lamar and fucking move forward. This I don't look, I'm not criticizing Baltimore. The, the Sandman was there forever, but Ozzie Newsom is obviously gone. There's no question about it. Uh, before you get out of here, the Washington Commanders uh, may not be finalized as. Uh, oh, uh, what? Yes, uh, DC native Brian Davis made a seven billion dollar cash offer uh, oh, yes. after Magic's group, and now he may be the first black owner. Uh, a, source, a source close to the deal says his bid is still in play. Here's the thing I got. Here's Matt. I want to bring us tight and tight together on this one. Here's my take on this. Two old whites talking about this. Here it goes. Here's my take. Here's my controversial take before we get out of here. Magic Johnson teamed up with the co-owner of the Philadelphia 76ers, and they go in and bid. Magic Johnson has a reputation of rebuilding franchises. He's helped the Lakers. He's helped the Dodgers. He's helped his own Major League Soccer franchise. He has Starbucks all over. He has movie theaters. Obviously, he knows what he's doing in the business world. So I was, I was eager to see him take over this job. Here's my take. Why was it magic? Why isn't Oprah Winfrey? Well, Oprah Winfrey's probably a pedophile, but why isn't the black people that have a lot of power, why aren't they really teaming up together to become the first black ownership? Why is this guy now coming out and outbidding Magic's group? And why is it magic with this guy? Well, like... We've been pushing for black ownership for a long time because of the lack of black coaches, lack GMs. We've been fighting this, and the, and the black community comes out and they're like, man, we're getting fucked. Well, this is the thing, though. You all have to bind in together. We need the Tyler Perrys, Dr. Dre's, Michael Jordans, all these billionaire brothers to come together and say, let's go in here. Where's Jay-Z? Where the fuck are the people that said, oh, we're lacking? But you don't do shit about it. Magic Johnson, you went in with a white dude. And the black dude just outbid you guys. Why aren't you together if you want black ownership in the NFL? And by the way, Matt, you and I know it's a good old boy network. One black owner is not changing all the black coaches in the fucking league. Yeah, that said, I'm glad that there's going to be a black owner finally, thank God. Um, the, the Davis guy's just a dude, right, that's got paid and has got some dough. He's, he's uh, a I think he's, though, right? I think he's one of the original. I think he start. Is that the guy that started BT? I'm not sure. I have no idea. 
But I, uh, look, uh, we, all the other people you're talking about are like big time celebrities, and I. I know this is crazy what I'm about to say, and if I end up in a dumpster, then you'll know it's true. But I, I like the Illuminati's real, and I think all these people are tied in together. And I don't think that they are in the business of really partnering up for shit. I just don't. I don't, I don't think that Magic is going to go out and try and partner up with Jay Z. I just I don't see it. I think that they all want to do their own thing and be the head of their own ship, rather than. Can you imagine if Magic and Jay Z and Michael Jordan put a bid together to buy the Commanders. Like, but you understand though, they got to realize though that Jerry Jones in the world, who's not even the most, ex- the highest paid guy in the league, he he's worth you know billions, like by himself. There's you got to have the billions to match it and so and exceed it, like the Walmart dude buying the fucking Broncos. Like, there's just no other. You have to have the money and more. Yeah, it's a, it's crazy, but I'm glad Snyder's gone. Um, he was awful. They need a new stadium. They honestly, I, I hope that they change the name again because the commanders are awful. Um, they need a total new revamp there. That franchise used to be special and now it's a joke. So it, it kind of is what it is. I'll be back tomorrow morning though. I got to go. All right. I appreciate you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Later. Matt McChesney, everybody join, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not one, uh, much love to him coming on. Um, man, pound the like button. We got a lot to discuss uh, this whole week. We got a lot, a lot of good, interesting shows for you this week. So make sure you're subscribing. Become a member if you're not one. Like, Hit the like button on me. Hit the like button on three. Everybody at one time, hit the like button. It's not that hard. We should have fucking 600 likes right now. We got 600 people in here. Hit the like button. One, two, three. Uh, Become a member of our Patreon if you haven't been already a member. Um, Listen, we got a lot to discuss all week long. We're going to go back to Patreon tonight, 3.30 Pacific, 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern. Sean Salisbury and I, last chance Q. We're breaking down the next four teams in the draft. If If you're a member of there, there's about 45 members. Become one. We're trying to get to 100 members by the summer. We got 60 more members to go, so become one, and uh, much love to you. Appreciate everybody, all you guys, all the support. Uh, much love. Uh, fun fact today I have to give you before I get out of here. Dr. J on this day scored his 30,000th point. April 17th, 2023, on this day in 1987, April 17th, um, he scored his 30,000th point. A little fun fact for today. Um, it's Menace Monday. Appreciate everybody joining today. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, and especially our Discord, Slap Nation, Coach's Crew. You can become a member of that as well. Uh, just hit the join button and the extra join button. Uh, and our and our, and our Patreon is in the, the deal, and we have our new shirts out. All right, we got the made-up humans, the male and the female definition shirts. Uh, they are out today, CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. And uh, appreciate you guys, man. I'll uh, see you guys tomorrow morning. Um, we're going to try to expedite and uh, and have a, a quicker, shorter shows this week, two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, still a lot of content. We're going to be getting it active, getting it in. And uh, thanks to Zach and Matt today. 
And uh, pound the like button, man. Subscribe. And I'll see you guys later on on Patreon. And uh, or tomorrow morning, if you're not on Patreon, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Much love to you. Pound the like button. I appreciate you guys out the door. Peace. Peace.